0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, During this season of Advent, we pray and sing, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, of course, means God with us. And that is what we desire. For God to be with us. For God to come and dwell with us in the person of Jesus Christ. Because we are cut off from him by the curse of our sin. We are in exile here in this world, away from the one who is our true home. We pray to be delivered from the isolation and the emptiness of life apart from him and his gifts. Our entire goal and hope as Christians is to be restored to that perfect communion and fellowship with God. And so Advent reminds us that our God is one who does come to be with us. But we also need to remember that Christ didn't first appear at Christmas. I think many Christians are tempted to think that the Son of God wasn't really doing much before his conception in the womb of the Virgin Mary. That he really didn't come onto the scene until the New Testament. The whole idea of Jesus in the Old Testament seems to be a bit foreign for most people. But the truth is, the Son of God has been intimately involved with his people from the very beginning of time. The scriptures say that all things were created through the one who is the word. And Christ, the Son of God, appeared to his chosen people in a pre-incarnate form many times in the Old Testament before he became man. At the bidding of his heavenly father, the son of God descended to this earth at various times to be with his people Israel, to speak God's word to them, to guide them, and to deliver them from their enemies. And all of this then was a precursor to the time when Christ would descend to this earth in the ultimate way, taking on our very body and soul, becoming the eternal savior of all mankind. Last week, we heard of how Christ came down to earth and appeared to Moses in the burning bush to announce the release of the Israelites from their slavery to the Egyptians. In today's Old Testament reading, we encounter the Israelites after they were freed as they traveled in the wilderness. We learn of how God was present with his people in the form of a cloud that filled and covered the tabernacle. Now, the tabernacle was like a mobile temple a large tent for the worship that the, that the Lord had prescribed. And within it was the most holy place where the ark of God was located. The ark contained the two stone tablets which God had given to Moses, and on it was the mercy seat where the Lord was present to meet with his people through the blood of the sacrifices. And even as God was present in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt, So, too, was he present among his people as a cloud in this tabernacle, a cloud that had the appearance of fire by night. When the cloud rose above the tabernacle, the Israelites would then journey. When it remained on the tabernacle, they would stay where they were. This presence of the Lord in the wilderness was none other than the Son of God, Christ the Savior, as we'll see more clearly here in just a minute. We heard in the reading from John's gospel that no one has ever seen God, but that Christ, the only begotten son of God, has revealed him. And so this cloud then was the revelation of God in his son. It was the real presence of Christ, the creator entering into creation for the sake of his gospel to lead them to the riches of the promised land. It was a living prophecy of how the heavenly and the earthly would come together in a permanent and enduring way in the conception of Jesus in his birth at Bethlehem. The Apostle John teaches us in those very important words, saying the word that is the Son of God became flesh and dwelt among us. Now that word dwelt is actually another form of the word for tabernacle or tent. And so we could translate John's statement this way. The word became flesh and tabernacled among us. Jesus set up his tent in our midst. For the same Lord who dwelt in a tent made of animal skins has taken on our human nature, flesh and blood, body and soul, to the glory of the Lord. And the glory of the Lord dwells in human skin in the person of Jesus of Nazareth. The tabernacle that Jesus descended to fill was our human body and soul. And he did so, not just for a little while, but for all eternity. In the wilderness, the cloud would sometimes rise out of the tabernacle, but in Christ, the divine and human natures are eternally joined together so that God the Son is and always will be true man, our brother. The human tabernacle which he now inhabits his dwelling place forever and that helps us explain why Jesus himself said destroy this temple referring to his human nature and in three days I will raise it up God and man come together forever in Christ so that humanity might be raised up to the glory of God Jesus himself is the glory of God full of grace and truth for us Jesus is the word made flesh. Therefore, whenever the word is proclaimed, Jesus, the word made flesh, is with his people. Add the word to water, and Jesus is present with his people in holy baptism. And of course, we dare not forget or ignore his great declaration of presence in his supper. Take and eat, this is my body. Take and drink, this is my blood for the forgiveness of sin." Jesus is present in his means of grace, his word and sacraments. Therefore, where you find his word proclaimed in its truth and purity, and his sacraments administered according to his word, you'll find Jesus. And so brothers and sisters in Christ, rejoice. Rejoice for the temple draws near to you. The Lord comes to you. He is just as present in his means of grace here today, as when he lives in the holy when he lived in the holy of holies surrounded by a cloud of glory that's why this room is called the sanctuary right because god comes here for you that's why christmas is such a joyous time for us it celebrates this very reality why it's such a wonderful time to celebrate that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And that makes a huge difference in our lives. It makes a huge difference on a day like today when we mourn the death of a dear brother in Christ. To know that Lenus is with the Lord in his presence, to know that the Lord is with us in our grief. The Lord comforts us with his promises and his truth. That's what Christmas is all about. That's what Christ being born, the Incarnation is all about. Through his life and death, his life, death and resurrection, we have all that we need. We have eternal life. We have restoration with, with the Father. You know though, though we, had sell, we had separated ourselves from God, we had cut ourselves off from Him because of our sin. We celebrate at Christmas the fact that in his incarnation, Christ crossed that canyon that we had created. He bridged the gap between heaven and earth, and he brought us back to God. Through the human nature of Christ, we've been reconciled to our heavenly father. God and man have literally been reunited in Jesus. And now by his grace, we have access to heaven by his holy name. The human and the divine are one in Christ and so through faith in him, we have been made one with God. We have been restored to this holy fellowship. That's the glory of Christmas. And we see this fellowship foreshadowed in the cloud that descended on the tabernacle in the wilderness. You know, clouds are often connected with Christ in the New Testament as well. For instance, when Jesus revealed his glory to the disciples on the Mount of Transfiguration, a cloud came and enveloped them. When Jesus ascended into heaven, it was a cloud that hid him from the disciples' sight. And what are clouds made of? Water, right? It's through water that Christ is present for us in baptism to make our bodies his temple. The tabernacle of his Holy Spirit. It's also written that Christ will come in the clouds with great power and glory to bring the redemption of his people to its fulfillment. Revelation 21 describes the fulfillment of our Advent hope to come on the last day, saying this. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. No more isolation, no more exile. We will experience the fulfillment of the Lord's name, Emmanuel, God with us. Therefore, as we prepare in this Advent season for both Christmas and for the second coming of Christ... Let us be like the children of Israel traveling with the cloud of the tabernacle. Let us faithfully and patiently follow our Lord Jesus Christ across the wilderness of this fallen world, through the grave, and into the resurrection and the promised land of the world to come. Amen.